Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now. You'll get 50% off just about any item. In celebration of Valentine's Day, you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts plus free shipping. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Gloriole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this I like is that. Cognitive I like that. Dissonance. That's, the like that? That's, That's the it. keeper. That's the keeper. That's the keeper. Nine months to come to it. Took nine months. That was the keeper. <laughs> nine months of improv to get to and beyond, <laughs> to Cecil. Find the, and beyond. That's it. And beyond. Wow. Sometimes it's the simple things, Man. Tom. It's the simple things. You know how they say, like, 10,000 hours of practice, you become an expert? <laughs> I feel like for me, that's going to be a switch. It's going to be from fucking amateur to expert at our 9,999. Super fast. We're going to get a message that says it's not true. You know, I know know, that book was debunked. Fuck you. That's what I think. Uh, All right. He's a good writer, though. Break my heart. Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell is a good Malcolm Gladwell is amazing. You know, you know, who else broke my heart was Jonah Lehrer. I'm never, I'm never going to get over how much that never recovered. I never did. Uh, It hurt. Never hurt me deep inside. (laughs) Still rocking back and forth in the shower from that one. Uh, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome mat. This is episode 561 it's a new era, motherfucker. Let me tell you why today is so important. Today is so important because no longer, guys, is there a Diet Coke button on the Resolute <laughs> desk. Yes, you heard it here. No longer can a man press a single red button mounted to a wooden box to summon a butler to show up with a silver platter upon which sits a Diet Coke. This is. A brave new world. Cecil. It's a brand new day in America. <laughs> brand new day, Tom. Oh, God. Oh, man. He got rid of the whole box. I will say this. The whole entire last two months is everything America needed to recover from a Trump presidency. The entire last two months debacle yeah. is everything we needed yep. to just show you. how bad and how awful a person that guy was. And it's not, it's something that everybody knew all along. And I think the very best part of my day yesterday and today was after yesterday, after he flew away and went away, I never heard about him again. Yeah. It just That was it. Fly, buddy. And I, and and he's not on Twitter and he's not shouting and people aren't talking about that and he's and he's and he's gone and he and I don't even care. Like I literally no. don't care. You no. know what I didn't do? Watch all of the inauguration speech. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched it, I thought, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, he hit some points. And then he kind of got to the end and he got a little pray. And I was like, I'm done. Okay, yeah. go pray. That's cool. I'm not gonna listen to you anymore. And I shut it off. And I, I didn't think 
one second about it after that because yep. I realized there was an adult in the room. And I just said, the adults have it now. I'm, I'm not going to lie, Cecil. I didn't watch any of it. The inauguration speech was scheduled to come on and I had this very narrow window in my day where I could squeeze a workout in. And I was like, and Haley was like, you going to watch it? I was like, no, I'm going to go work out because like yeah. I wasn't afraid, right? Yeah. To, to your point, there's an adult in the room. I wasn't like, well, I want to watch this to make sure that we're not like declaring war on anybody sure. or like calling a class sure. of citizen yeah. no longer people, right? Yeah. That wasn't going to happen. I I I saw afterwards, uh, Haley showed me the uh, the video of the inaugural poet, 22 years old. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't Just, watch it, no. I don't like poetry. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm just you know, teasing, but you know. I know. I was just thinking like, I have come out to my shit to support, man. I must have been like fucking nails on a chalkboard. I'm not even a... I, but I, I watched that and it was beautiful. I mean, it was really, yeah, it was, it's really it was gorgeous. It's really gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful, incredible. Um, that's all I watched. Yeah. And I was sure. thrilled. Sure. I was thrilled. I read a little bit. Of, I don't even think I finished the Times article about the inauguration itself because I was like, yeah. yeah, it's a ceremony. And it was ceremonial. Yeah. And he struck a tone that was not like deafening in its bombastic bellicosity like the exactly. fucking one in 2016. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. I mean, he didn't come out and say this American carnage. Right. Do you remember? Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's how he led off. That's how fucking Trump led off. You know, that's actually American what carnage. Ira Glass wanted to name his show. I know, I know. <laughs> but he also, but he, but he wanted uh, This American Life to be uh, the, the next WWE. So it was This American <laughs> Carnage made sense. But they had to switch it just to boring stories. And that's where he's at, so. <laughs> they just, they, they told him to flex and they're like, uh, uh-uh, NPR. <laughs> no. With those arms? <laughs> NPR. And you, you get a regular kidding? belt. No big belt for you. Regular belt. Okay, you win the yeah. uh, the Dockers belt. That's what you get. The Dockers. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those days yesterday I saw it happen and I thought, you know, there's no violence that happens because they had this huge green zone around the, the, the place. He got done, walked around. It looks like they had a big... I did watch the fireworks show at the very end of his little inauguration celebration, which... Again, you know, uh, was just absolutely amazing. This entire star-filled bunch of people came out and sang and did all kinds of stuff. And then they had this, like, baller fireworks show at the end. Was it? I mean, it was unfucking believable I seriously thought it was computer-generated when I was watching. I thought was, there was so many fireworks that were blowing off. It was really amazing. It was genuinely amazing. So I watched that. That was the only piece I watched. But, you know, the, he had other people. He had Gaga sing something. He had uh, someone sing Amazing Grace. Garth Brooks, I think, sang Amazing Grace. And so people came out, you know, because people, you know, the left gets the star power. And so the, the right. left had all the, the people on the left come out and, and, and do their thing. But I'll tell you, you know, there, there was this sense yesterday that I had that I didn't have to check the news to find out if something horrible happened. Yeah, I know. And, yep. and, and I found out today one of the headlines today was they came in and you know how you were saying, you remember you, you called this too. You said you don't have to spend the entirety of, of uh, vaccine creation time mm-hmm. on your ass. You can figure right. out vaccine distribution while vaccine cr- creation time happens. You could do those things simultaneously. Yeah, they you should said be this. in parallel. They you should be in this. parallel. Yeah. You said this on the show. Three months ago, 
And they came in and they found out today that they had literally no plan. They had literally no plan. And so so now Biden has to start from square one. But I think the good thing is, is that I think he understands and he knew where he was going to go when he came in day one. So he doesn't have to dismantle anything. I guess that's good. Yeah, there's no plans. And there was like uh, fucking the the director of health and human services also stood up in front of everybody and said, yeah, we're going to release the rest of the national stockpile to the states, and there is no national stockpile. It was a flat-out lie. They, there is nothing. There's, yeah. there's no, there are no reserves, and there is no plan. You, you, we, skin of our fucking teeth, guys. Yeah. No. Skin of our Could teeth. Been- if, the, if this thing had gone, if this had gone another direction, there, the no plan would have continued being no plan. Yeah, no. If Terrible. he would have won, if he would have won. Oh, yeah. Where right. are you now? Where are you now? You know, yeah, because well, they can't even they can't even figure out how these vaccines they currently had were getting distributed. They were like amazing they were like literally shooting them out of t-shirt gun in Florida. They just, yeah. <laughs> they just like whoever can catch this one gets it. My my buddy in California got his vaccine today. He's 32. He's 32, 33 years old in perfect health. He just waited in a big long line. Because like they basically they have a bunch of vaccine and they are trying to give them out in order. But if they have some and they're going to go to waste rather than have them go to waste, they've got a concurrently they've got like a line of just first come first serve waffles. Fucking a, you know, but there shouldn't be 50 different plans for this. There's 50 different plans. There is. There won't be. Yeah, there won't be. There won't be anymore. I found out in my county. I'm one seat. So I'm the I'm the third tier of the first phase based on my job, my, my real life job. So I was excited about that until I read through the county. So the county, it's, it's not just the state either. Like every county has different rules. So when I read through the county, they're just like, yeah, well, we'll figure out one C when we're done with one A. Yeah. Like they don't have yeah. a plan developed. There will yet. be, there will be soon. Yep. And I, I, what I love oh, too, so there, was a, there was a comment from Fauci today. Uh, someone had asked him someone, cause Amazon's jumped in and said that they will help distribute. Right. So How Amazon amazing. has jumped Logistics. in. Logistics. Logistics. Logistics is their fucking jam, man. It's perfect. I, I order shit from Amazon. Sometimes I get it before I ordered it. Like I get that <laughs> shit before I even knew what it was. They're like <laughs> listening in. Like Alexa is in my fucking house. She listens in when I like use the last squirt <laughs> of shampoo. She's like, oh, that's Tom's head and shoulders. Like fucking the doorbell rings while I still have a towel on my waist. And there's head and shoulders. At the I, I will say I... When he said that today, he said, somebody in the audience asked him, they said, because he's he's doing fucking press conferences now. He's doing press conferences. Yeah. Back again. So he did one today and they said, hey, uh, what do you think about, uh, you know, Amazon jumping in? Do you think it would have been better for the first vaccines to go out if Amazon would have jumped in earlier? And he said, I can't really speak to that. And he said, and the new administration told us if we don't know the answer, we shouldn't make something up. Next question. I. How amazing is that? How amazing is that? Yeah, just don't lie to people is the new rule. Yeah. It, it, one of the things Biden said too, uh, to to his staff is, if oh, I, I, if I find out I love this. that anybody is belittling or talking down to anyone, they're fired. Yeah. Like you, he's going to have respect. disrespect anyone on my, anyone else on the staff, yep. you will be, you will be fired yep. on the spot is yep. what he we said. We are going to be collegial yep. or you're gone. Like that's how yep. grownups behave. Yep. Grownups don't behave by getting in and like, slinging my, it's so nice i am so, yeah. i never thought i would be this relieved that yeah. we have a, a a an establishment white man yeah. back in charge but like uh, the, what, look what happened we had a non-establishment 
white yeah. guy in charge. Like well, baby steps. I baby am, fucking steps toward progress. I'm so glad we're here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy where we're at. I'm I'm I I think my next four years are a plan to pull as hard left as I can on a lot of different things. I want to make sure that we have health care and I want to make sure that we have, you know, student loan forgiveness. And I want to make sure we have one of the major things that we talked about initially in the in the primaries when we when you and I were talking about uh child care, mm-hmm. uh pre-K. I want to see that happen for, for us in this country. I want to see that. I want to pull us that way. I want to talk about it a lot. I want to make sure that we that we focus on those things. It's the first couple of days. He's got to do some cleanup first. So I'm going to give him some grace period, a little bit, short, short amount of time. But I will definitely be trying to pull left as hard as I can from this point on because I think, and I think, you know, there's there's with Bernie at the purse strings, there could be a hard left turn. And that's really exciting. Yeah, we could, we, I, when, when I look at, the Biden administration's general plans. It's hard. Like, is it everything on my fucking Christmas list? No, but like, is it a lot of stuff I'm real interested in? Is it better than all the other Christmas presents I've been getting? I'm so happy to not be getting coal, man. I'm so fucking excited. If my stocking has an orange in it, like it's fucking 1906. Okay. I'll take yeah. that because it was filled with scorpions for four yeah. years. Like yeah. I woke up on Christmas for four years and it was just like scorpions and dog shit. That's what my yeah. fucking stockings were full of. I get I, it. I, I know we don't want to talk about Trump too much, but I do want to point out the one little piece of funny, two p- pieces of funny schadenfreude before we is um, on the same day that uh, he was leaving the White House, his daughter, Tiffany, who he has strained relationships with and didn't acknowledge in his speeches and never brings up. She announced her engagement, which I thought was just amazing. I just thought that was so great. It's like, oh, my dad fucking never respects me. Didn't give me any work. Never brings me up. Never says thank you. You know what? I'm going to make this day about me. I'm going to make the worst day of your career. My happiest personal day. I thought that was delicious. I also thought it was hilarious that his like big send off, his own vice president didn't attend his own Senate majority party yeah, leader oh yeah, no, did not attend attended it yeah he, he gave out like his invitations to that i read were you could bring five friends like instead of a plus one it'd be <laughs> like if i said to my if i gave you a wedding invitation if i was so desperately unpopular cecil that i gave you a wedding invitation with instead of a plus one a plus five yeah yeah and my wedding was still underbooked yeah yeah that's it oh i love it free love it. Yeah. Blow, open bar guys I'm so happy he's gone. I'm so happy I don't Ugh. have to think about him. I'm happy he's off Twitter. I'm ha- I don't want to have to think about him anymore. Yep. And I don't want to spend any time thinking about him. I want to focus on moving forward. And I want to, and like I say, I, I think that, you know, I'm going to try to, uh, you know, anything that Biden does, I'm going to look at it with a critical eye too. And if it's something that I think he could be farther left on, I'll let people know. And, uh, and we're going to, you know, we'll just keep on moving forward. And, 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 I do not want to look back at, uh, at, at Trump's time in office because it was, it was, you know, a lot of people said, oh, we wrote good comedy. It sucked. It fucking sucked. It did, actually. We had it to abandon sucked. it. Yeah. yeah. We, it we, was too we, tragic. It was, there was too many fucking tragedies. We had to switch. We had to switch the fucking show around because of yep. it. Yeah. So, this wasn't Sarah Palin writing yeah. down, like, on her hand what yeah. she needed to remember. No. That's comedy. No. That's comedy. This, well, was, this was people dying. I guarantee you it would have been just as horrifying if Sarah Palin was in office because she's in office and she's in power, right? right. 
Now yeah. Trump's a Trump's a joke now. Trump what, after after yesterday, the Proud Boys even turned on him. So it's like, really? Wait a minute. The Proud Boys turned on him? Yeah, the Proud Boys, Proud Boys, because he didn't bail people out or, I guess, stay in power and declare martial law or something. They said, oh, he's weak. (laughs) So, yeah, he's weak. Yeah, he's always been weak. You guys are just full. It's so amazing. This this group of the recently energized and newly disappointed, there is no group of people that will be less reachable than this group of people who were one time energized and deeply disappointed. The Republican party is in fucking tatters right now. Yeah. It is absolutely at a crisis. I yeah, I'm not sure point. the Republican party recovers from this. It could, this could be the turning point that the Republican party never recovers properly could from be. because could there's be. also a great blue demographic shift that's happening yeah. at the same time could be. of their biggest, of their biggest moral crisis. So there's a woman who, literally is having a fucking nervous breakdown, screaming, crying at her phone about president Trump, please save us. And I know this is a popular video and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. Um, the funniest version of this that I've seen (laughs) is a version where someone has blue screened her a little and then made it look like R2D2 is shooting her out to (laughs) to Luke and to Obi-Wan Kenobi as if she's Leia Organa saying, help, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Oh, she's screaming amazing. President Trump. It's actually very funny. That's great. But, but I will say this, like, like that woman genuinely is having a mental breakdown because Tom, Joe Biden is president. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joe Biden is Joe Biden. It's like, yeah. and she's screaming cause, cause, oh, because because yeah. she's been lied to by yeah. so many people. Yeah. How evil he is how communist he is, how uh-huh. he's in the pocket of all these, these horrible people and how they stole the election. They have been lying forever about yep. this. And yep. so she thinks these are trusted sources and she believes it. And she is in a very difficult place right now. And there's a lot of people out there, the Q people, especially oh. who were counting down, counting yep. down this moment. And you know, do those people cannot fucking even right now. There's a lot of people, Tom, I saw uh, from Parliament, people are saying, have I been lied to this yep. whole time? Yeah, I, mean, I saw the same shit. They're like, was yeah. this just a LARP? Yeah. Were you cosplaying yeah. at this? We, we lost friends and family and jobs. Yeah, yeah. They are coming to a realization that they were lied to, that they were yep. trolled. And they, they, they don't know how to handle it. And I got to say, there's been so many people. I mean, just look out at this audience. Look at out at the people who listen to this show. They've done the same thing with God. I did the same thing with God. I remember when I, when I walked away from, from God, I thought, holy fuck, I was lied to by so many people. So many people I trusted told me there was a God, told me there was a heaven, told me that there was going to be punishment and there was going to be reward and that I should be a good person because of those things. And that this, that this book was a holy book and that these stories were holy stories. I was lied to, and I was lied to by people I trusted, man. I trusted my parents. I trusted the people around me. I trusted all my, you know, the people in my social circle. I trusted all those people, and they, and they lied to me. Not because they were malicious, because they didn't know the answer either. Yeah, right? they didn't know, because somebody lied to them. Because right? somebody lied to them. Yeah, they That's believed exactly it. it. They believed what they were telling you, man. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there right now that are coming to, they're waking up from a lie, and I... I know that this show is a lot of laughing at people. It's a lot of laughing at people. But I also think that this show 
is also a open hand to anybody who wants to shake that shit off and come into reality. We're here to accept you. And so I hope that that's, I know that there's going to, and I, and I don't want to come off as saying like, let's forgive and forget because I, there's a lot of people who did some horrible shit that need to pay for that. The people who stormed the Capitol. I'm not talking about the Q guy who's like, hey, I want a fucking uh, organic meal. That guy needs to go to prison, okay? Yeah, yeah. 100% not talking about that guy. I'm talking about the people that are, you know, that were just, they just followed it and then that, and they just were part of the movement in, in a sort of a, a, a sense that they weren't marching on somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? The people who are marching, the people who went to go do stuff like that, I think if they, if they broke any laws and, and were marching, I think that they should be held accountable for that 100%. But I also think that reality should welcome all the people who were, you know, duped by this and not causing problems. Yeah, I think to the extent that this offers people an introduction to beginning to be more careful with their thinking. Um, man, I'm, I'm thrilled for that beginning. I'm thrilled for the beginning of that process. We, we found ourselves, um, in a four year long experiment, um, where we, we tried to see just how far bad thinking, populism, um, and, 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 and flirting with, um, very dangerous ideologies would take us. Yeah. And there was, there was a tremendous amount of people who just to be frank, they don't have the reasoning tools. They don't have the critical thinking tools. They don't have the educational experience. They're missing some piece of that. They're motivated in their reasoning by, by some set yeah. of ideas or ideals. Yeah. yeah. Tons of that. Right. Yeah. So to the extent that there are people who are going to say, Oh fuck, uh, my thinking was flawed. I, I, my sourcing was flawed. I, I'm not sure how to do this anymore. I don't know where to get information. I don't know why I thought these things. Why was I misled? Like, man, those people need to find, like, this is a good opportunity to bring those people to reality. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it is their fault. Like, like I'll, I'll say for as far, it's their fault, but it does not make them irredeemable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They did a bad job thinking. Absolutely. And they yeah. need to learn to do a better job thinking and we need to give them an opportunity to improve their process, literally yeah. their process for, because what, what part of what this last four years exposed is that so many people don't have a process that they follow. They don't have a system that yeah. they use in order to discover the world and to know true things. And they don't have, they don't have a fucking you know, flow chart in their mind that they run through to make sure that things are true or not true. They're, they're simply absorbing information um, in volume and feeling yeah. their way through the world. And, and from sources that they think are the source. Right. So that is yep. the font of knowledge. Yep. Donald Trump is the font of knowledge. So, so to the extent that some of those people are going to wake up, you know, your, your uncle, your cousin, your sister, mom, whatever, like to the extent that those people are going to wake up and be like, holy shit, this would be a great opportunity to reach out to those people and say, you know, I, uh, let's let's think about how you ended up there. Like, let's yeah. really think about how you ended up there because, you know, I know you feel terrible about ending up where you ended up. Yeah. And, and I can help you. Yeah. You know, here's how to never end up feeling like this again. Yeah. We have to do something about the 11 million. And some of them are valedictorians. Well, my answer to that is, and then, by the way, their parents brought them in. It wasn't their fault. 
It's true in some cases, but they aren't all valedictorians. They weren't all brought in by their parents. Uh, for everyone who's a valedictorian, there's another hundred out there that um, they weigh 130 pounds and they've got calves the size of cantaloupes because they're hauling 75 pounds of marijuana across the desert. Those people would be legalized with the same act. When Trump... <laughs> who's gone when Trump uh, first took <laughs> office. That feels so good. It really it like it. it like my good. nipples are feels good. Feels good. Um, when, when Trump uh, was inaugurated, we took a look at his hundred day plan. We did. We did. Um, and I thought it would be nice to bookend uh, that nightmare by taking a look now at the Biden 100 day plan. So I pulled the information up, Cecil, that I put on the show notes. It's just right from his website. Yeah. So I just and this is and this is mostly an immigration one. I do want to say that that Trump that that Biden also has a hundred he. His plan is is for the COVID is mask up for a hundred days, yeah, and a hundred million vaccines in the first hundred days. Those are that's his COVID plan moving forward too. So, but that we're not going to talk about that because there's nothing to say. It's like yeah. cool. That's more than what we've been doing. Let's do it. And it, you know, it's funny as I read to I read a bunch of articles about his hundred day plan, but other than just this information that I grabbed from the website, I didn't see his agenda like outlined yeah. in the same. Yeah. Not in the same way that Trump, did. Way that Trump yeah. did. So Trump did it. Yeah. It, it was, it was much more difficult to sort of do the discovery on. Um, and I think that's because a hundred day plan 30 days ago probably didn't mean anything. Right. The right. world changed. We've joked around on this show a bunch of yeah. how much the world has changed. Can you imagine being in charge of it? Yeah, man. And having to continually no. reevaluate. So, Let's talk a little bit about this. As you said, that a lot of these items refer specifically to immigration, but I think that's an important piece of the American puzzle. So um, in the first 100 days, he's going to immediately reverse the Trump administration's cruel and senseless policies to separate parents from their children at the border. Um, he's going to do that by ending detrimental asylum policies. Um, he's going to end the mismanagement of the asylum system. So one of the things they talked about here is the, the policy of metering. Metering yeah. is an arbitrary number of asylum applicants that are accepted per day. Um, and that's not, that is not because there's only this number that we can staff in order to accept. Metering um, basically creates a barrier to process. It creates a barrier to entry for process. And it's meant to discourage people from even trying, right? So yeah. that's, that's what metering was intended for. And it's a nightmare. And also the, the ending the prosecution of parents for minor immigration violations was specifically a tactic that Jeff Sessions thought up yep. and put forth because Jeff Sessions wanted to discourage this process entirely. And he wanted to scare the people showing up that they would lose their children. And so they wouldn't show up. That's what he was hoping. He was hoping that that would stop people from showing up. I mean, that was his whole plan. Yep. He said it aloud. Oh yeah. There was nothing secretive about this. Yeah. It's a, all they wanted to make the process of of attempting to seek asylum so right. difficult and arbitrary and unlikely to occur that you'd basically know that you walked from Guatemala to the yeah. United States only to get stuck at the border and to be in a really dangerous border town at yeah. the edge of the United States and Mexico, where you'd be yep. even more likely to be abused um, or victimized in some yeah. horrible way. Yeah. And that was the plan. The plan was to, to victimize huge swaths of people to scare others. Imagine that out loud and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this one too a lot, a lot. Surge humanitarian resources to the border and foster public and private initiatives. Humanitarian needs are best met through a network of organizations such as faith-based shelters, mm -hmm. non-governmental aid organizations, legal nonprofits, 
and refugee assistance agencies working together. Biden will dramatically increase U.S. government resources to support migrants awaiting assessment of their asylum claims and to the organizations providing for their needs. So how how much different in tone, tenure, and goal right. Right. is that? I just thought right. that was right. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then also, like right now, the process when when people are detained is there is no high quality, efficient case management system. So that results in a prolonged, indefinite detention for um, asylum seekers at the border. And again, that's intentional. If they hear that their you know relative, friend, cousin has been picked up and is, you know, sitting in detention indefinitely and they don't know when they're going to get out and they've been separated from their family. That scares the shit out of people because it's horrible and that's not how you treat other human beings who need your fucking help. So Biden instead is going to create a case management system so we can actually process all of this. So we can actually get through this stuff um, and they've facilitate. Done, they've done so many things. They've proposed so many new regulations based on immigration. to tried to stop... And, uh, asylum using COVID as an excuse at one point this summer. They put out proposed regulations on that. They tried to shorten the application time frame at one point. Um, the, the asylum application, by the way, is 14 pages of instruction. 14 pages of instruction. Every single question has to be answered. And it's the, the instructions are written out like when you read our income tax. Uh, Have you ever tried to read an income tax uh -huh, form yeah. and you look at yourself and you think, there's no, that was fucking random generated. That's not, yeah. no human wrote that. No human, be, that's what it's written like. And, Sometimes and, when I read stuff like that, I'll get so frustrated. I'll take a break and build Ikea furniture. Yeah. Like it's just. <laughs> but seriously, these, these, these are really specific, hyper specific forms. And these people who come here, English might be their second language, probably is their second language. They they are, they are here as asylees. There are some pro bono attorneys, but they also did another thing, Tom, where they tried to limit the amount of time that it takes an asylee to uh, even process, to even submit their paperwork, right? So they wanted to lower it down to 14 days. Well, if you're a pro bono attorney, the more time frame you crunch into that means the more time they have to work on that one case in that short amount of time. If somebody's right. doing something for free, you're essentially making it much harder for that free worker to do that work if you cut the time frame down. And so that's what they, they wound up doing this. They wound up proposing all these different regulations over the summer. You know, and, and one of the things that they said was if one thing was not written out correctly on this, on this application, you could, they could return it to you. And then they're, you're, you're still within that 15 day period or 14 day period. So if you don't get it back to them or whatever, if they don't get it, they just send you away. They just let you go forever. And so if you get refused or if your, your application gets refused because it's, not, it's incorrectly filled out or they didn't fill it all out, it's like, it's like trying to study for a, fucking, uh, for a driver's license, only having four days, 14 days to do it. And then if you get one tiny thing wrong, you never get a license for the rest of your life. That's, That's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? That's how That's it was. That's fucking crazy. The stakes are so high. You could make a, a, a nonsensical error. Like, it could be like, you can make such a small error that's not like, yeah, I've got, you know, pockets full of drugs or something. Yeah. It's, well, these are administration errors. Exactly. Well, and then, I mean, they might as well just put a fucking ninja warrior course at the end or something <laughs> like that. If it's that hard, it's ridiculous. And these people need, they need lawyers. They sometimes don't have access to computers. They don't have access to phones all the time. These are, 
This is hard for them to do. This yeah. is not an easy thing for them to just walk right in and do. And we expect that that it is or that they have some period of time, but they were trying to cut all those things down with proposed regulations over the summer. So man, they've been doing horrible shit for a long time, for a long time. And so I'm glad to see this new leaf get turned over with this administration. This thing like the the labyrinthine and bullshit system that they create yeah. is it, it results in such arbitrary decision making. Yep. You yep. know, like it's capricious and it's arbitrary. It'd be like it'd be like if they said like not even Ninja Warrior, like it'd be like if they said, All right, um, whoever wins the next game of Hungry Hungry Hippos gets in. <laughs> you're like, that game is just what? Yeah, it's gotta win Hungry Hungry Hippos. Like, I that doesn't <laughs> yeah, fucking get to hippoing, stupid. <laughs> Fuck, it's you're so weird. Time. You're wasting time. Yeah, you after could that, be eating doing, marbles, asshole. Yeah. After we, <laughs> after we do that, we're doing hungry, hungry, hungry games. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this one I think is terrific too. Reverse Trump's public charge rule. So the public charge rule was that bullshit rule that was like, hey, you know what? If you take any sort of government services such as SNAP benefits or Medicaid, um, then that's going to undermine your ability to get to, to, to have access as an asylum seeker. You can't have them both, right? We're not going to, we're not going to feed kids. Like you come here, you got hungry kids. Yeah, fuck them. Doesn't matter. That is reversed. Yeah. That's just reversed. That's gone. over. Gone. That's fucking yeah. gone. That was what I mean. loved. It was just mean <laughs> as all was. that was. What I love too is like, we, we have had so many people in this country try to do the snap challenge and realize how fucking horrible it is to try to live on whatever is $26 a week or something like that. And what you, what you have to consume in order to do that. And it, and, and, and yet we still somehow think that we shouldn't tax Amazon or something. <laughs> we have such a weird, it's so weird, man. Billionaires get tax cuts, but man, we shouldn't give those those people who walked a thousand miles to get here from their war torn country. We shouldn't give them twenty six dollars a week. Day, a, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. A week. Yeah, I think a, it's I a will week. set a day. I, I will set a, a day. Like if if I walk to Guatemala or from Guatemala, I should I gotta get look it up. presents. No, I, I should look get it up. presents every day. Monthly benefit for one person is one ninety four. So that's about fifty. It's less than fifty. It's less than fifty a week. It's six forty six a day. Six forty six a day times seven. It's forty five bucks a week. So it was more than what I said. It's twenty. I said twenty six. It's forty five dollars a week. Six dollars a day. You're gonna eat on six dollars and fifty cents a day. You can't you can you eat three meals. You can't. You can't get a pot belly sandwich for that. Holy fuck! That's two dollars a meal. Yeah, two dollars and change a meal. Two dollars and fifteen fucking cents a meal. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's real fucking generous. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, also going to end the so-called national em emergency. Um, and that's referring to the funding of the bullshit wall that never got fucking yeah. built or only got partially built and was always a fucking joke and will always be a fucking joke. Exactly. Well, it was the only reason he did it because it was a it was a campaign premise. But I, do, you, do you remember? I know we did fucking we did. We, we had some guy that was a talking head that we played or we you and I watched it or something where they were talking to experts and people, Republicans that have border-lined districts that were saying, no, a wall is stupid. What we need is these things, which were more, which are more high-tech, better, have better chances of right. detecting people and can actually deter 
the horrible stuff that's happening, you know, that is getting across our border. Everybody was on board. No Everybody. one, no one yep. thought a wall was a good idea. No. Every single person no. thought it was a good idea to do the other things, the which is what Biden's going to do. Yeah. The wall was always just a symbol. Like yeah. it was just a xenophobic symbol. It was never yep. anything else. Like yeah. we weren't fucking staffing with Jon Snow. Yeah. Uh, protect dreamers. Fucking finally. Fucking yeah. finally. Can we just be, can we get to the point where the dreamers are just like, oh, it's Citizens? the best and the brightest. Yeah. We go. Are we just like, hey, you're a citizen now? I yep. wish we could get there. I will say this. Stop doing this executive order do si -do. Quit with the executive order do dreamers are a do si -do, Because yeah. Obama did it. Then Trump took it back and then Need Biden put it back in. This needs to go in. You guys have the fucking votes. You got the votes to do this. I know you got the votes to do this. Do this now. Do it now. Get the dreamers going now. Because if you don't, we're not going to, it's, it's always going to be this one step forward, two step back bullshit. Yep. We're also rescinding the un-American, uh, as he puts it, the un-American travel and refugee bans also referred to as the Muslim bans. So this is important because there is no national intelligence agency that has said that these bans do anything to yeah. prevent or deter terrorism. Nothing. They've never the the thing is like the intelligence community from the jump has said that doesn't do anything. Yep. They, the intelligence communities have not supported that move as being uh, yeah. valuable in the fight against terrorism. It's sure. again, it's just a fucking dog whistle. To, 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 to the folks that want to see this symbolic banning of anyone that's not white. Absolutely. And, and, and this, is, this is important, too, because the Supreme Court upheld that executive order. The, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, no, that's cool. Yep. So, um, so yeah, get rid of it. And they, like, that's the thing is, the Supreme Court can say it's cool all they want, but he can still get rid of it. So yeah, just get, I'll just rewrite the shit. Oh, well, it's gone. The end, cross it off. That's it. But you, you know, your point before, again, like we, all this needs legislation is how we fix yeah. this executive order back and forth. Your point is well taken, Cecil. Like that stuff's got to just be, it's just got to be over. Um, we're ending the Trump administration's uh, decision to rescind protected status for hundreds of thousands of people fleeing countries impacted by war and natural disasters without re regard to current country conditions. Ugh. Um, that's just, I, it's fuck, just gross. That's it's just, just gross. Horrible. Why like, the yeah, fuck would you do that? A country's been fucking ravaged. And it's like, yeah, but you come from a quote shithole country. So it yes, doesn't matter. Fuck yeah. you. You know, if you came from Norway, would I can take in. Yeah. And this one is fucking bonkers too, because I can't, and I read a bunch of stories over the last four years where this happened, protect and expand opportunities for people who risk their lives in military service. Biden will not target the men and women who served in uniform or their families for deportation. Fuck. Yep. He will also what direct the, the Secretary of Homeland Security to create a parole process for up. veterans deported by the Trump administration to what? reunite them with their friends and families and military colleagues in the U.S. Yeah, what? I didn't. I didn't realize it until like midway through the administration that there was there was a policy that allowed you to serve a full service term in the United States military and then get your ass deported. That's Come, fucking that's, unreal, dude. That's, it is unbelievable that we would accept that. I don't understand a world that we live in where service for like four, six, whatever years of service in the military, yeah. you don't come out and you're just not automatically a citizen. That doesn't make any what sense. What the to fuck me. is that even doesn't about? Doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't make yeah, any I'll sense. I'll let you me. fucking, I'll let you absorb a bullet for this country yeah. with your fucking flesh. Yeah, it doesn't But make I won't any give sense. you citizen. Like, I yeah. wouldn't do that. And I am and, a natural born citizen. And deporting, and deporting people that get out of college. 
You're just like you. T- you came here. You went to college, and then we're, and then you want to stay here. Yeah. And you you know you're you graduated college, and we say nah. That's promoting brain drain. Him. It is. It's, it's literally stupid. promoting brain drain. It's stupid. It's just you, you read through these hundred days, and this is just the immigration stuff, but it is so heartening because yeah. there's an empathy that lies at the heart of this, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it, 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 there's an empathy that lies at the heart of all of these policies. And that empathy is, it's important to realize too, that empathy has better results. Empathy. It's not like we get less when we're empathetic. We always get more when we're empathetic. empathy has yeah. better overall results. It's better it for your quality of life. It's better for stability. It's with this Machiavellian fucking chess game, chess match bullshit doesn't work. All it does yeah. is create tit-for-tat responses and creates further divisions and yeah. exacerbates tension with enemies and creates wars and trade wars and intelligence disasters and you know increases uh, radicalization and terrorism. It doesn't do anything. All the research shows, honestly, all of the research shows that empathy, when it lies at the heart of your decision-making, yields better results. Yeah. So even if you weren't doing it because you actually cared, you yeah. should do it because <laughs> you're doing it because you're like a Vulcan or something. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Honestly, though, it, it's sometimes the right. Sometimes yeah. it's really convenient when the right thing is also yeah. the most expedient and the most pragmatic thing. Yeah. Oftentimes, more often than not, that's actually true. Yeah. And it's weird how infrequently we recognize that. I'm going to get an email. Vulcans are actually empathetic. I just want you to know that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! So, Tom, I want to before we skip off of Biden, yep. uh, let's talk about this. The, his seventeen executive orders he he did in between his aug- inauguration and his uh, inauguration celebration. I guess he went into the office real quick, tore a button out of for Diet Coke, and signed seventeen <laughs> things real quickly. So, let's talk about him. All right, uh, restores uh, the Directorate for Global Health Security and Biodefense at the National Security Council that uh, Trump disbanded. So. Can't it's, imagine why that would be important yeah, right now. I mean, now. that seems really Weird. important. So maybe mm. it's a good idea to refund that. It's okay. hilarious that once Trump realized that everybody was saying, why the fuck did you defund that? He never did. <laughs> What's crazy <laughs> is, that, is that there was clear, people were clearly saying, hey, man, you fucked up by defunding that. Maybe we should. He never, he just, he's, he, he just can't admit stuck a mistake. to his guns. He stuck to his guns. It's so yeah. crazy to me because people yeah. like, no, that was clearly a mistake. We should go back. And, no, nah, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. No, <laughs> I don't admit mistakes. And fill it in. You made it's a crazy. mistake. Not me. I've never uh, made a mistake. Um, he also signed a statement that said, uh, a, uh, an executive order that said, social distancing and wearing of masks on all federal property and, and by all federal employees. So that's now an executive order. Uh, he reinstated ties with the World Health Organization. Oh, uh, thank and God. He, Dr. Anthony Fauci will be the head of the U.S. delegation. He bolstered the DACA. And uh, so he basically, you know, we talked about that already, that he was going to do that. So he did that already. He revoked uh, the Trump's administration plan to exclude non-citizens from the census count, uh, which is, again, uh, you know, you're talking about the number of people here, not just like, the, the, it's not just the number of people you want to count. Yeah. <laughs> well, Trump was only counting the people he thought were humans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can be a citizen if I pull you out of the hat and it's not, not a practice. <laughs> the fuck, man. Uh, another, uh, another one of his overturns, a Trump executive order that pushed for aggressive efforts to find and deport unauthorized immigrants. Uh, he ended the Muslim ban. We talked about that. Halted uh, construction on the border wall. We talked about that. 
signed a letter to re-enter the Paris Climate Accords, which uh, then Ted Cruz said oh. that we care more about Paris than we do about Pittsburgh. And people were saying to him, Ted, you realize that they were just signed in Paris. It's not that we care about Paris Air. <laughs> and then the best part was is Greta Thunberg posted today. She said, congratulations to the U.S. for signing the Pittsburgh Agreement. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, good. That little I saw those call outs. They were amazing. Oh, they're so good. Um, revoked the Keystone uh, XL pipeline. Uh, rolled back the vehicle emission standards. We talked about this on the yep. show a while back because Trump was super butthurt about that. And uh, and he did that. He wound up ending an executive order. He entered Trump administration 1776 commission, which had distorted views on slavery. I don't know if you saw this. The I did. It was a response. Yeah. He was so butthurt by the New York Times 1619 project. Yeah, that's what that was based on. He yeah. commissioned an entire project, the 1776 commission in response to the New York Times 1619 project because yeah. he felt so personally aggrieved by the recognition of how much slavery had an impact on the founding of this this nation. Such a petty human being. But wow. it's gone now. So it's gone yeah, now. So it's a piece it. of shit is yeah. what it was. It's awful. Uh, it's Not awful. a single historian. Not no. a single historian was, no. was involved in that commission. Yeah. Uh, he also revoked an executive order limiting the ability of federal agents, contractors, and other institutions to hold uh, diversity and, and inclusion training. So Mr. Trump had had that in, in place to limit it. Biden revoked the limiting of it. So he's now there can be diversity training. They, they <laughs> took diversity what? training out. Unbelievable. Uh, this offends up, white people. Yeah, I know, man. He was literally, he was literally a white person shield. That's what he was yeah. in office. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so a uh, federal moratorium on evictions. Uh, he, it's it's going to last until March. Uh, moving to uh, continue a pause on federal student loan interest and principal payments through September. He ordered all of the appointees in the executive branch to sign an ethics pledge. Uh, and I guess they all got promise rings too afterwards. I don't know. <laughs> um, and finally, Mr. Biden issues a freeze on all new regulations put in motion by Trump during his lame duck period because he wants to look at all of them to make sure that they're not crazy. And most of them are. So <laughs> yeah, he basically said, we're stopping everything you did just to look at it. Yep. Pause. We're hitting the yeah. pause button on your crazy. Just to, well, just to look at it. Did you see like one of the last things that Trump did on his way out was to rescind one of the first things he did when yep. he arrived? Yep. Yep. One of the first things that he did when he arrived was he put, and he made great fanfare about it, is Trump signed an order that basically said, when you leave politics, you can't go get a cushy job as a Washington lobbyist. Which, which is a great order. I, I, we talked about it four years ago. I supported that. I was like, yeah, all right. That's great. I actually support that. He fucking rescinded that on the way out because he yep. wants to make sure that him and his cronies can get great jobs yeah. as lobbyists in Washington. Yep. Where's all you drain the swamp assholes? Like, I wonder what you're thinking. Yeah. That is so unbelievably hypocritical. I mean, not but that it, it is, matters. But not it is it 100% on brand. It is. It is. A hundred percent on brand. Oh. Oh, Cecil, one other thing. They put they put in the show notes, but one other just deliciously funny piece from 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 Wednesday and Tuesday night. Did you see that Joe Exotic had oh, yeah, a limo? With, he had a limo. He had a limo with a barber. Yeah. In the limo. So the barber could trim his hair into his trademark mullet. He was so sure, Joe Exotic was so sure that he was going to get a pardon from Trump that there was a limo all day, 
all day idling and waiting in the fucking jailhouse parking lot with a fucking barber just like, oh, I'm going to cut that fucking mullet. I'm what? fucking ready for this. Um, it, it, it's crazy to me to come across somebody who's more delusional than Trump. Yeah, I but know. Joe Exotic definitely is. He's Joe right Exotic there. is 100% more delusional than he is. Yeah, also, we're going to let you out because you fucking attempted murder somebody? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Psycho. I, I also love how clueless that is to the administrative policies around being released from prison. I yeah. Very often, it still takes a day or two for them yeah. just to get all those ducks in a row. So even if you're... <laughs> yeah, I guess I that, didn't think about that either. It, it's not like very frequently it happens that you find out that you're being paroled or you find... And they set a date for your release. It's not like they just say, cool, bro, get your shit. I mean, it does actually happen once in a while. But more often than not... They press a button and say, find your own way out. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it, they don't just say, oh, I fucking take the fucking handcuffs yeah. off and give them it's a pair of blue now. jeans. You're a free guy. It's You're a free. little more complicated yeah. than that. Yep, yep. So yeah, it's, fucking it's, great. What well, it's it, what <laughs> what he, he did he did release a slew of of those right as he was leaving. Steve Bannon got one. Steve, Steve Bannon, Bannon got a yep. uh and then he also there was like a cyber stalker he pardoned too. There was a weird cyber stalker that he thought, oh, that's cool, we'll let that guy go. Um, and then uh, a couple rappers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I was just saying like he pardoned a couple of rappers. Okay. Very strange news. Welcome to W O O O O. That's W. Your station of love. I am as always your host, Don Eon, here to answer your most sumptuous and sexy query. Let's go to the phones right away. Caller, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Donnie. I'm... Ooh, a fella. Uh, first time, long time. I need help for Valentine's Day. What do you think about free stuff? I like it. What about free stuff for Valentine's Day? That's what I was like. Check this out. Oh. You go over to adamandeve.com, select almost any one item. You'll get it at 50% off. That's sensational. All by itself. But I'm about to unload. But how? All you gotta do is use that code GLORY. You'll get 10 tantalizing free items. How about six free movies? A free mystery pack that includes an item for you and a special item for them and a free item you'll both or more enjoy. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. Oh yeah? How about I give you free shipping? I'm gonna pre. Now that's a Valentine's Day to remember. Thank you. Remember, listeners, get that free free for ooey by using code GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at adamandeve.com. Adam and Eve wants you to get it on, and I intend to get it on with someone or something, and it will most definitely involve the butt. That's fun. Well, that's all from W-O-O, the station that makes you ooh. See you next time. Donnie, should I get a fireplace? I mean, they do help set the mood. Is it sexy? Very sexy. I feel like the fireplace is just like inherently sexy. Oh, it's inherently sexy. Make sure to go to fireplaces.com and use code GLORY. I will. It, we, we don't have a promo code there, but you could no. try it. Sure, I mean. Uh, but yeah, get that fireplace. You are watching the beginning and the birth of the New World Order. 
and you want to call me crazy, go to hell. Call me crazy all you want. So this is a commentary from Fortune, um, and I thought this was pretty interesting. It's time to raise the cost of spreading conspiracy theories. Um, so we, we've talked about this before, but we saw what it, it, four years of rampant, free, and, and by free, I mean you know, largely consequence-free. Not free in terms of dollars and cents, but consequence-free. Um, rampant misinformation, conspiracy theory bullshit leads to. It, it leads to Pizzagate. It leads to Trumpism. It leads to QAnon bullshit. It, it, I mean, it leads to a hell of a lot of stuff. And we are at a place right now um, where we really need to make people pay a cost for this, yeah. right? Um, anti-vaxxing, flat earth, uh, the QAnon stuff, all of that stuff, it, it, it's not consequence-free, yeah. and so it should not be socially yeah. free. Yeah. There, there need to be prices that are paid for spreading not bad ideas, but bullshit yeah. ideas. Yeah. Harmful, nonsensical, bullshit ideas. Ideas that are grounded not in a difference of opinion, but in a difference of reality. Difference of, a set of facts. A different set of facts. Yeah. And yep. What's crazy is, is that we just lived through four years of where the first week, and I know people don't remember this because it yep. all bleeds together, yep. but in the first week of his presidency, we heard the term alternative facts. It was in the first yep. Yep. week of his presidency, of Trump's presidency. Yep. So we lived through four years of, these, of people lying, of people outright lying to you. Yep. And this is another a perfect example of, uh, you know, lies should have consequences. The lies that these people told about all those voting machines are starting to have consequences, especially for the lady who wrote the Kraken, right? Yep. Yeah. Sydney, Sydney Powell, Powell is getting sued by Dominion. Billions yep. of dollars. This isn't a little lawsuit yep. that she's just going to shake off. She could yep. feasibly be on the hook and she's not worth it, but she just could ruin her career forever. You know, and earn her yep. earning potential for the rest of her life, and make her make her. It essentially, basically, is like a libel suit from the company saying you can't prove any of the things that you've said. You've said on television, and you saw what happened right after they came after people. Right as soon as they started wielding their legal weight, and we talked about it on the show. Yes, they, we did. Yep. As soon as they started saying, "No, you can't say that shit. We'll sue you." all those fucking news corporations that do have a lot of money immediately backpedaled, immediately rolled yep. back. Newsmax, I watched the Newsmax segment that's linked in this article. Uh, you should check it out. If, yep. you get, if, you, if you're reading this, yep. check out the show notes, read this article, check this out because the Newsmax, it's so fucking beautiful because I was in an argument with this guy who listens to the show who started telling me that the voting was all rigged. And I said, it's not all rigged. You're, you're crazy. And we were arguing back and forth and he would send me five or six weird blogs that would said stuff that the headline didn't even match what they were saying. And then I would basically retort with, here's a Snopes article. Here's a Snopes article. Here's an, a, a, a Reuters article that debunks that. Here's a factcheck.org article that debunks that. And he would say, oh, well, factcheck.org got something else wrong. So they, they're not, there's something you can't, you can't trust. We had this trust. argument back and forth where he would not trust my sources and I wouldn't trust his, but I was using I was using trusted sources for all the things yeah. and also mine made sense, right? The things I was sending made sense. I would, I would Carner argue that the things you're saying don't make sense. And he wouldn't, he, he didn't, he wouldn't take it. 
And he was relying on a lot of these things from Newsmax and OAN. But once this came out, they stopped doing this sort of thing. They basically said, oh, no, what we, we've we never really said uh, that it wasn't uh, uh, accurate. And we never said this. And they're basically shouting out all the company talking points would say, we know that never, none of that shit ever happened. And they had to roll it back because there's consequences. Yep. You know, the thing is that when a company won't put its money where their mouth is, they were fucking lying, yeah. right? They were lying the whole time. The New York Times doesn't have to do this yeah. shit. Nobody's suing the New York Times for libel, right? The New York Times publishes their own retractions. The New York, without, without threat of lawsuit. This is no different than Alex Jones being like, oh, it turns out, Chibani yep. Ogre, uh, get the yep. fuck out of here. That was never, it was always it's bullshit. It was statement. bullshit from day one. Yep. And I, I do, I, I saw this and I thought, man, I wish the lawsuit still went forward. Yeah. You know? Because retraction or not, the damage is fucking yeah. done. And I think precedent needs to be fucking set. And I think media companies need to start getting sued. Media companies need to start doing a better job fucking vetting. That is your job. Your job as a media company is to vet and then report. Yeah. Not to report without yeah. vetting. If you report without vetting, if you report rumors as facts. I mean, we, li listen to, we talked about in the last show. Listen to the former president try to convince the secretary of state of Georgia, what was he saying? Well, there's these rumors yep. that there are these rumors that because we are at a place where we've decided not to distinguish between rumors and facts that the presence and ubiquity and repetition of rumor makes something more likely to seem true. And, and that's true of us just psychologically. Like you see something 10 times, it feels more true the 11th time that you see it. That's just part of how we're all wired. We have to work actively against that stuff. Media companies should be held accountable to that. They need to do this work. Do you remember the fucking Axios interview when Trump said, read the books, read the, read those papers, read the books. And the guy looks at him and says, what books? And he says, yeah. read the yep. books. And he says, what books? And then Trump, lots of books. And Trump the books. literally just skated right over it. Cause there are no books. Mm -hmm. they, one Trump's never read a book, but then two, there are no <laughs> books. There's nothing. Yeah. He's he's he does this all the time and he and a lot of other people do this all the time where they'll say, yeah, that guy said or I know an expert who said or I know this or I read a book that said or I saw that's in this. It's the rumors say that this all that's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. And especially when it comes to something as important as the integrity of the United States voting system, you can't say the rumors say because that's who yeah. fucking cares. No more internet sources no more anonymous fucking sources you don't know who q is then it's fucking it's lying lie. to you it's a lie it's nonsense yeah. it's all fuck if you can't back it up it's nonsense it used to be that journalists did this work yeah. for us but we're in a place where they're not doing this work for us yeah anymore. it's it's hard it we it really used to be a journalist's actual yeah. job right was to run down a yeah. story i think part of the problem now is that a part of a journalist's job is to write lots of stories yeah. There's a volume issue we have to contend yeah. with, but that volume of information doesn't mean we have high quality information. Yeah. We have high volume, we have high quality, medium quality, and low quality. Now it's our job as, as information consumers to yes. parse yes. that, right? And that's harder than it's ever yep. been, and that acceleration of change was extreme and sudden. Yep. And I can understand why a lot of people feel left behind by yeah. that, because our tools that we were raised with are no longer the appropriate tools 
to read and understand absolutely. the world. Absolutely. We've got to sue our way into fixing that. But until we do, we as consumers need to be real fucking careful. We have to, and there has to be consequences, 100%. And the people who, you know, the people who raided the Capitol, the people who caused those people to raid the Capitol. You know, yes. I love that Nancy Pelosi is saying constantly, and she said it three or four times today, I saw different clubs from her, where she said, I will not let Trump off. People died. You know, yeah. people Good. died. Yep. And that's, that's, you can't just, you can't, we can't just have you rev an entire country up for months. You know, even if, even if you could say, well, what he said on that podium that one day didn't rev anybody up, which I think it did, but whatever. Regardless, right? I listened to the Daily this week. I don't know if you heard that Daily this week, but there was a Daily this week where they talked to the Republicans uh, who lost. They just, you know, that now they 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 they're yeah. mm-hmm. I they're to that one. adrift. They don't know what to do. They're completely adrift. Right. And they found the craziest ones to talk to, who a hundred percent think the election was stolen and rigged. And it's because Trump spent two, uh, two full months revving that crowd up from home saying it's been it's a, it's yep. the biggest fraud ever. I won this election by a lot. I won this election by a lot. He's a trusted figure. Regardless of whether or not he tuned those people up on that podium or not, he did it for two straight months. There needs to be something that happens to him. And there's a part of this article I just want to read. It says the price of armchair theorizing is low Usually, it costs almost nothing to post crazy things online, aside from mild social stigma, but the cost is more offset by other benefits for many. For a lot of fringe figures, like the anti-vaxxers, the flat earthers, QAnon, conspiracy theorists, espousing an extreme belief is not necessarily about the truth. It's about asserting a unique, memorable identity and defending it against outside threats. And I thought to myself, this is the new, I like a more obscure band than you. This is this is the new... No, I, I like yeah, them before true. they got yeah. popular type of thing that we used to do in high school that you would find. People would say, what yep. the hell is that yep. band? Oh, I, I like a very obscure band. And I was one of those kids. Oh. Don't get me wrong. I was one of those yeah. kids. I'm not, I'm not making fun of those kids because I was one of those <laughs> kids. But, I, but recognize yep. it. I Everybody recognize was it. At one that's point. what this is. That's what this feels like. You know, finding a place. And, and you know, you, told, you talk about when you were a little younger, how you used to just go on the internet to just get into a fight. Yep. I want to get into a fight today. Yep. That's still a thing, man. People yep. still do that. Yeah. And it, like he says, a memorable identity and defending against outside threats. And that's, you know, like you take a position and you stand and I take it. Yep. Yeah. We, we, we're still in the growing stages and the growing pains and figuring out how all of this works. And so far, it's not working very, very well. Yeah. It's no. working very poorly. And yeah. we have to be fucking super careful. We're, we're, we are more and more tying our personal identities in with our political identities. You know, who we are is now more tied up than ever in, in our politics. Yeah. More, more than at any other point in any sure. of our lives. And sure. I think a big part of that is because we spend more time fighting about it. And the more time you spend fighting about something, generally the more entrenched you become in your beliefs. Yeah. And then, you know, we also spend more time surrounded by pixie choosy choices by the people that continue to reinforce those beliefs. This is all quite dangerous and we need to guard against it individually because our identities need to be about more than that. Our identities when we were kids was more than just that obscure band that we liked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's because we were forced all the time to contend with people who never heard of that band in the first place. Yeah. And we're now in a new space where we can hang out with only people that love that band. 
And that's yeah, a scary right. spot to be in. Right. Because, right. you know, here there be incels. So we want to thank our new patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons. Fuck Your Face Incorporated, Michael, <laughs> Liam, James, Michelle, Lindsay, and Steiny. Four five two five five Steiny. That's a throwback to uh, to Homestar Runner, which I like quite a bit. So thank you very much. Oh for wow! That. Uh, and uh, fuck your face. I don't say it like Heath, so I'm not going to say it like Heath. He says it differently, evidently. Um, he says fuck very long, but I'm not going to. I don't want to copyright infringe on Heath and Heath. That's his. And Heith has, that, he owns. And he's that got friends. long arms. He could. He's got a good jab. I'm right. sure he's got a great jab. Heath has a great oh. jab, guaranteed. The reach all. He's, he's a orangutan guaranteed. reach. Are you great kidding jab. me? From across the cage. <laughs> Heath in a case makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> just squeeze him through the bars. Oh, gosh. Pop his head off like a dandelion. <laughs> just give him a hug. <laughs> it just shoots right off oh, his body. God. So, Cecil, before you do the email oh, yeah. section, I just want to mention that uh, I was recently on Serious Inquiries Only. Thomas was kind enough to have me on as a guest. Um, had, uh, Eli, uh, several weeks ago, uh, Eli had come on. He had some conversation about Pornhub. And the uh, article that uh, Christoph from the New York Times, the opinion piece that he wrote, um, I thought Eli may have missed some important points, so I got on to offer a rebuttal. And that episode is available over at uh, Serious Inquiries Only. So if anyone's interested in that topic, you can head over there and check it out. I thought the conversation was very good. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it. It was a good conversation. Both of those episodes are worth listening to on Pornhub, so check them out. And, uh, you know, I've got to be honest. I really like Thomas's show. I think Thomas... Uh, is he's is, got a he's, great he's, show. he's got a great show, and I, we've been a supporter of Thomas's for a while uh, on Patreon. We were a supporter, I think, of Thomas in the Bible, and they closed it down. So we, he, he so we shifted over to we it. shifted over to uh, to serious inquiries only. But it's genuinely a great show. So if you haven't checked it out, you really should. Yeah, Thomas Thomas I think is a uh, person who who does some really he may, he has some very excellent conversations, and they're worth listening to. Absolutely is. So uh, we uh, we got a message, and I got this. I didn't see this until too late. Um, we got a, an image, and we were talking about it a little bit on the stream tonight. But the uh, the Bernie gifts, uh, the Bernie memes from him at the uh, oh, at, the, so at the inauguration with mittens on are amazing. And we got a a gif here, and it's so good. Jay sent it, and I'm gonna have Ian post it on this week's show notes. It's really really funny. We missed it on the stream, but it's so funny. Check it out on this week's show notes. It's uh, episode five sixty one. So good. <laughs> We got a ton of messages, Tom, about our little musings about end-to-end encryption. Tom and I want to reiterate that neither of us know much about it, but and we don't think that people should ban it. We were just wondering how powerful it was for you know nefarious sources to have. Uh, but both of us, at the end of that, if you listen, we both very much said neither of us know a lot about this, and we don't. We none, nothing we say in this is should be considered. Uh, uh, a, a position. position. We, 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 and, and, and we also both very much in that piece, I think, expressed that we want vulnerable parties to have access to point-to-point encryption so that they are not exploited. And so, uh, so we wanted to make sure we mentioned that, but a lot of people went out of their way to yep. explain uh, this to us. And it is something that I think Tom and I may wind up uh, having a guest on in the future. A bunch of people suggested guests we may have a guest on in the future to talk about it. It's a really interesting topic that both Tom and I, you know, we're both boomers when it comes to this. We don't know a lot about it. I don't know anything about yeah. it. I was, it was, it, it's, it, what is amusing to me is 
um, the process of wondering aloud caused a lot of, of concern and consternation. I just need to iterate. I don't have a position yeah. on end to end encryption. I have concerns, but those concerns are not necessarily because I have concerns. I think it yeah. should not exist. Right. 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 There's, there's a lot of things I'm concerned. About. Sure. Okay. So Tom, we got a message and there's an image here and this image is of, uh, what this the image fuck? says there's a, first off, there's a pickle in a bag, which is, I, I know Tom, you might eat this pickle, but I think that is disgusting. Okay. I got to say pickle in a bag, <laughs> absolutely the most foul thing you could possibly imagine. There's a pickle in a bag and someone has shoved a peppermint candy in the M and someone has said on this image, I'm from Chicago where peppermints go in pickles and they put a hearty emoji and then a, a lick your face emoji. Uh, I have never heard of that before in my life. That's the most disgusting thing I could possibly imagine. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge fan of pickles. I'm a so, one a year pickle guy. I know you're a huge whoa. pickle guy. I'm like a one a year pickle guy. I ate three pickles. Yeah, today. I'm a one a year pickle guy, maybe two a year pickle guy. Dill pickles. Whoa. I don't eat them a lot. My, my wife loves pickled okra and pickled dill pickles. I'm just not that. It's not for me. But I will say I've never once seen in my life anyone pair peppermint and pickles, dill pickles. It's never happened. It's funny because when I saw this, I was like, what the fucking what? I've never heard of this. And there's actually a Chicago Tribune article about this phenomenon from 2017. And it is a highly localized phenomenon to certain African-American neighborhoods on the South it's side. Disgusting. Like that's, I'm it's, sorry. it's not for, yeah, that's not a widespread Chicago. That's disgusting. Thing. It sounds so bad. It genuinely sounds like an Ipecac. It sounds oh. like something that will make you throw up. It sounds like if you ate it, it you would, you cannot keep things down. It's, it sounds so bad. Yeah. I would eat a lot. I mean, I'll eat a lot of things with pickles in or near them, but a fucking peppermint stick. Yeah, not hardcore, hardcore. No. And we want to welcome Jordan to the club here who has been listening to our entire back, back catalog. He listened from one to 560 episodes in a little under a year. He said it took him 11 to, wow. to attend to 11 hours a day at work. And then, and then he would listen on uh, 12 hour shifts sometimes. So, and he also listened, all, he's caught all the way up on citation needed. So thank you, Jordan, for listening Jeez. to all our podcasts. Thank you so much. We expect you to be, awesome. we expect you to be a patron. We gave you that much hours of content. Now, come on, come on, Jordan. <laughs> It's like a thousand hours of content. So we also got a message from Craig who also recently did the same thing, found us. Uh, and he said he found us uh, after an appearance on Skeptics with K. I do want to say we've never been on Skeptics with a K. We've never invited us. <laughs> we like Skeptics with a K. We've hung we out love those with guys. Skeptics with a K. Yep. Actually, I, I think only one of them likes us, Tom. I don't know. I, I can't know. be I sure. I can't be sure a lot Alice of love. or Mike like us very much. We had Mike on yeah. once. Um, but we've had Marsh on multiple times, and I think Marsh might like us. I, I wouldn't put him in a corner. I, I certainly wouldn't put him in a corner and make him <laughs> answer that question. But I think Mark's like, Marsh likes us. But I do enjoy their show. And I will say, if you've never checked it's out, a good show. you've never checked out Skeptics of the K, it is a very learned, smart, interesting show. Those three people on there are amazing. I mean, genuinely skeptics, I wish I could be. They are so good. Um, so, so if you good. haven't, yep. if you haven't listened, you should check it out. It's very, very good. Even if they don't like us and even if they don't want to come on our show, Tom, even if they don't want to come on our show, <laughs> we're still going to say we like them. You know, we met those guys in person and uh, they walked away yeah. from us. So. <laughs> very true. We got a, a bunch of messages this week. Seth sends in a message with an image that says Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle reportedly explodes in a UK woman's home. We got a bunch of messages about this. We talked about it on the screen, the stream this week. 
so you should check it out. Uh, we got a we got a message uh, on our blog, and it says it's actually illegal to encrypt beyond the capabilities of the government to decrypt. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I didn't, I didn't know, know that, that either. I didn't know that yeah. at all. But you know that does. I I wonder about that because I remember all the hullabaloo where the government was trying to get uh, an iPhone. Yeah, that's right. Do you that's remember right. that? I do remember that? Yeah, and they and then yeah. the one, they, they weren't they weren't going to let them in. They were saying they weren't yeah. going to let them in. Got a message uh, from Matt, and I'm going to talk about this because this is my uh, cooking channel, Season Liberally. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, it just search for Season Liberally. Uh, and uh, we, I posted a bread recipe, and someone made it, and they sent pictures. And we're going to post a picture on this week's show notes because we can, because <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, and it looks and awesome. They made great bread. And so we're very happy. Thank you so much for watching Season Liberally. I recently made chicken strips. If you're a fan of chicken strips, check it out. We got a message. Uh, this is from Sally. And Sally says, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but. The mother baby homes were working until they didn't close until 1998, Tom. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. And I know I, when I listened to that episode and how I phrased it, I said in the 19th and 20th century. And you're right. That does sound like it's a long time ago. I, I knew that this was going on well into the 19th, uh, the, the, the 1900s. The 1900s. Yeah. Right. I didn't realize that the last one closed in 1998. I thought these were 60s, 70s, Yeah, I thought 80s. so too. That's what... 1998, yeah. man. I was... Holy yeah, shit. I, could, I can't believe it either. That's insane. Dude, I was, I was out of high school, yeah. man. I was in college. Yeah, yeah. And there were still mother baby homes. Uh, and uh, Graham sent in a message and said, yes, John Ossoff is, is Jewish. And I don't remember if that was on the show, Tom, or on the live stream where we were talking about whether or not he's Jewish. I think it was on the show. Okay. Yeah, because we were talking about whether or not he's Jewish. He is Jewish. And uh, David Perdue evidently... Uh, sort of made him an anti-Semitic campaign ad against him, where he enlarged his nose using Photoshop. I can't believe. Yeah, and he claimed he claimed it was a filter. And I like this comment. Yeah, I'm sure we all have the anti-Semitic trope filter. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Uh, we got a message from Seth, and Seth sent in an image where uh, there is a home generators uh, sign, and uh, you won't believe what they're powered with. Check it out. This week's show notes. <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for this week. Be sure to check out our live streams. Uh, this last week on our live streams, we raised some money for Ian. I will tell you next week, I think, or on the live stream, I'll tell people on the live stream how much we raised, but we had a tip jar for Ian and it was very nice to people who yeah. really enjoy Ian's work and Ian, Ian's commercials. We pay Ian, of course, and we actually think, and I'll be honest, uh, I'm going to, we're going to, we're okay. going to flex a little here, All right. but we, All I right. think we pay Ian more than most people pay their podcast assistants. So if you're a podcast assistant and you listen to this show, tell your bosses you need a raise because Tom and I, <laughs> Tom and I, Tom and I pay Ian a very, I think a very good wage. And, uh, and there's a lot of incentives for Ian to, uh, to get more money. And so we think we pay him a very good wage, but we also wanted the audience to feel like they were giving Ian money directly because I know that they really, really do like Ian and they really do like the stuff that Ian creates. And we wanted to make sure the audience felt like they could give him a tip and it would be given directly to him. And so that's what we did. We facilitated this last week. Um, we don't see that that's going to be a thing that we do very often, but we wanted to do it once to sort of show appreciation for Ian and to show Ian that the audience very much appreciates him. Yeah, we pay Ian. We would never give him just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Leave it to Tom. Oh, you got always got to turn it into that. That's very there good. We go. Bravo. Bravo. We well go. done. All right. So, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for this week. Check us out on the live streams. Uh, we do live streams every Thursday, uh, but check them out. And, uh, and uh, also on this last, last week's live stream, we mentioned our clip channel. We clip out every single one of these live streams. So if you don't want to watch the entire live stream, you could go to our clip channel and you can find that clip channel 
We'll, we'll link to it in this week's show notes. 561, if you want to subscribe to that channel, subscribe to that channel. And if you don't want to watch the entire live stream, you could then select based on the title what part of the live stream you want to watch. So you don't even have to watch the whole thing. And then if you really like the segment on that live stream, you could share that segment with other people and say, hey guys, this part of the live stream was fucking amazing, very funny. Um, Ian made a fart joke. Here you go. And you could share that with a bunch of people. So uh, so subscribe to that that clip channel. Uh, it's something that we put together every week and we clip out the show every week, uh, the live stream every week. So check it out. Uh, it's on this week's show notes, 561. Please come to our live streams. Please come hang out. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Another normal week in oh. America in the last four years. Oh, Take a deep breath, calming. America. It's been amazing. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.